jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. to another Saturday edition of Pac-Man in the Rev. I'm here with my co-host, the Rev. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, buddy. How about you? Oh, I'm just, uh, you know, here to add to that inevitable sentence of, uh, you know, exercising my rights against the behest of the liberal world. Oh, man, what a challenge, huh? Yeah. You can't, uh, you know, you look at the news, and we're going to talk about some of it, but... uh, it, it just seems like it, every single day, if you're conservative, truth-speaking, God-loving, constitution-loving, country-loving, don't get me wrong, folks. There's things America does wrong. There's a lot of things we do right. There's there's millions and millions of people surging north to get to America, and there's a reason. Yep. Despite the attempts of... Uh critical race theory to teach people that the legacy of America is uh, oppression and slavery and not freedom. Uh, you know, we've been the mo- the number one uh, most immigrated country to for the last 200 years. And I'm pretty sure those people aren't, uh, aren't jumping out of their skin to go to a place that is known for racism and slavery. No, and, and it's a uh, it's historically accurate to say that uh, when you would cross an ocean back in a time when crossing an ocean was a very hazardous thing to come here, not just as the founding fathers, but in the 1800s to be an immigrant, um, it it was something everybody wanted to do. And the uh, the European powers... They were thrilled to let some of those people go, Dave. They, I mean, back, <laughs> whatever. Uh, they were thrilled to let some of those people go because they were considered undesirables there. So uh, America now, uh, nothing could be more truthful than Hillary Clinton's comment that we were a basket of deplorables. We are, in the world's eyes, but not in God's eyes. We're... Uh, we no i'm I'm not even sure it's accurate to say in the world's eyes uh i mean the the amount of rallies tell me any time in the history of the u s that a president has received global rallies and support across the entire world i mean there were marches on trump's behalf in in India, in the UK, in Korea, in Nigeria, in all of these different places that, that truly for the first time were experiencing a, 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 a sense of freedom and an, and an urgency for uh, patriotism and, and liberties amongst the people. And, uh, and I, I tell people, you know, he, those people were not actually marching for Trump. Trump is a celebrity. He's been worldwide known for decades. They were marching for the idea of the freedoms that he wanted to give back to the people of the world. Yeah, and uh, you know, it took 
it took a course only a few weeks, in some cases one day, to undo um, the positive things that had been done in the past four. Uh, and you know what, folks? I, I don't have any blinders on. I don't have any any Kool-Aid glasses. I, you know, I'm. I know that uh, that the the last president had his issues, and uh, but you know, as he matured in the office, and uh, the National Day of Prayer, for example, actually meant something when uh, when the president did it. And today, I seriously doubt we'll even have a National Day of Prayer unless it's um, ten thousand uh, different religions that have really nothing to do with the bulk and the vast majority of Americans. What say you, Pac? Yeah, and, uh, you know, we, uh, here's the thing, though, is that, like, I understand that people didn't see things like hostile tweets and this and that and whatever as professional uh, behavior for the highest elected office in the nation, but here's the reality is that, he spoke to the American people the way the American people spoke to American people. He wasn't out there just, you know, he was in his suits, but that was something that that, that man's been known for for three decades. But it wasn't all about prefabricated speeches and, and, and the proper way to shake hands and, and, and etiquette and this and that. He spoke to the people like they were people. He spoke to us like we speak to each other around the dinner table like conversations that you have with your friends around the water cooler, conversations you have with people you meet on the street. So the idea to me was that he, as much as he may have been a vocally outspoken person, represented to myself and, in my opinion, to the rest of the world what Americans really are. And that's something I don't see in, well, I don't see anything in, in Biden. That's just, that's a hollow head with nothing but echoes. And something we didn't see with presidents past, you know, with Obama, with Bush, with Clinton. Like, these were all people that were very, brought up very uh, prepped for that position, very prepped for the public eye, very prepped for for the speeches they were going to give and the agendas they were going to pass and how they presented them. The only thing that kind of threw that scale off a little bit was uh, was the 9-11 attacks during the Bush administration, which which ultimately worked out in, in their favor anyways because that allowed – that allowed a, a sense of compliancy when things like the Patriot Act and new security measures were implemented across the U.S., which were really nothing but but constitutional liberty stripping policies. And you know, we all we all accepted that as uh, as you know because it was it was presented it was presented in a fashion that it was meant to be presented in to convince the American people that this was a good thing. Right. And that's what I'm seeing happening today in the fact that all of the problems that the current administra administration said were wrong with the things Trump was doing and we shouldn't be doing them, well, they they followed through with that. They're not doing them, and the problems are getting worse. They're not getting better like they said they would, like they convinced 80 million people in this country that they would. And so much as far as... Biden is actually instituting and upping policies that Trump had put in place. 
And we'll talk about that as soon as we get back, folks. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money, but lately control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. A new initiative known as the PAWS Act, written by radical left-wing extremists, is gaining traction to be put on your Colorado ballot. Initiative 16 is cleverly worded to manipulate urban voters unfamiliar with ranching into believing that they are banning sexual acts against animals, when in reality, the initiative is intended explicitly to destroy Colorado agriculture and ranching by making basic health care procedures illegal and other ranching practices unfeasible. Visit stoppause.org to learn more. Stoppause.org. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life and you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two, action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Give me all All right, everyone, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. It's Pac-Man and the Rev on 1360 KHNC. Um, You know, when the break came, we were talking about continuation of policies by this new administration. So all all of the policies that they said Trump ignored during his presidency and they would do something about things like student loan forgiveness and all this, you know, their their usual once a four-year dinner conversation pandering to their voters, got all these people excited, got them all casting their votes for the Democrats, and then they dropped those initiatives like bad habits. There is going to be no debt relief. None of that stuff is going to happen. So, you know, go ahead and uh, keep your jobs if you, if you haven't already quit them because you've got a loan to repay America. But then he extended policies like the no investments in any Chinese technology firms that have any relation to their military. He actually upped that by adding more firms to that. So, you know, so even though the when Trump did such a thing, that was a xenophobic, uh, a racist move. And when Biden extended it, that was a hero move. Um, then with the the tax relief, the the 2017 tax relief that that Trump put out, every single one of the liberal analysts, liberal media journalists, anchors, whatever, came out and said, "Oh, this is just a plan to so the billionaires can pay less taxes." He's just doing favors for his billionaire buddies. Well, the reality of it is, is that 
so many people benefited from this tax break from the lower class to the middle class that the Biden administration is worried and they actually decided to keep this plan in effect for its full five years that it was guaranteed to go because they don't have a way to avoid the tax increase that's going to hit almost every family in this country when it expires. And they also do not have a plan to replace it and have stated that they hope that allowing it to extend to its full five-year term gives them plenty of time to try to come up with an alternative. So the promise of no new taxes on the lower middle-class America is going to go out the window as soon as Trump's tax plan expires because the Biden administration has no alternative to it. Yeah, and that, and and Pac, I'll tell you what, um, there's there's just so many crafty ways to. There's really um, the concept of a tax. We have to expand our understanding of what is a tax. Because in the land of the free and the home of the brave, a tax is really just a series, multiples of fees that are stacked upon us. Uh, increase uh, registration fees for vehicles, increase in fuel tax. And a lot of those fuel taxes are sliding scale taxes that actually increase in percentage as the cost of fuel goes up, not go down in percentage. So now that we're seeing $3 and some cent per gallon, you know, I, I just, uh, I got to tell you, Pac, when I pull up at the gas pump and I'm feeling, if someone's next to me, I don't care who they are, I'll make some comment. I'll just say, hey, boy, aren't you glad we got Biden in there helping keep fuel uh you know, pro fossil fuel taxes down. And they can't argue with me. They can't say, well, we need to get away from fossil fuels because they got their nozzles stuck in their fuel tank. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you're looking, I mean, we are now, we have now crossed the line where with just the federal tax people, not we're not talking about state and local taxes because those are outside of this. But the federal tax on fuel costs is so high that you are literally handing the federal government $1 for every gallon you put in your car. That's just that's ridiculous. We're talking we're talking 23.9% tax on diesel fuel and 18.9% tax on gasoline plus a penny for every gallon that's stored under underground and that's just the federal side of it. That doesn't even account for the the state side of those taxes, which is why you see a lot of the blue states like Colorado, with $3.40 gas, whereas you see a lot of states like Texas have still managed to keep themselves under $3. But when you're talking about a federal tax, they, even they can't do anything about that. And so, but, you know, you, you had brought up in the, in the first thing, you were talking about some of the things that have been, that took less than a day to be revoked or reversed. And uh, one of those things that I find uh, very interesting, mainly because uh, anybody who knows me personally, and I'll throw it out on the air, I've been a type 1 diabetic for a little over 30 years now. Um, and so while, while I don't usually get into the politics of uh, Big Pharma and their game in this world, it, it should. There are some things that need to be noted about it, particularly 
uh, Biden deciding to reverse a an executive order that put a price cap on drugs like insulin and EpiPens, still very pricey, talking a hundred dollar price cap on these things. But when you're talking about some bottles of insulin are eight nine hundred dollars, and EpiPens are costing seven hundred to a thousand dollars, and to have those price capped at a hundred bucks was an absolute lifesaver for people who depended on these type of drugs. And what I think is frustrating about that is that at roughly the same time that Biden decided to throw that executive order out, one that directly benefited the American people, he ordered 500 million vaccines to be given out to the rest of the world. Not not to the American people. He bought them with our money for the rest of the world. And mind you, you know, when they when you see things where they say things like, well, you know, I see this meme all the time on on social media where they say, hey, you know, if if shots, if vaccines can be given out in the interest for free in the interest of public health, why can't insulin and EpiPens be free? And and while there is some truth to that statement, what what it also what you also have to realize is it goes beyond that because Biden here's the key Biden ordered 500 million vaccines for the rest of the world. Moderna didn't give 500 million vaccines. Pfizer didn't give away 500 million vaccines. They were ordered, which means they are paid for, which means you are paying for them because this was an order by the U.S. government. This wasn't an order by by your neighborhood council for the benefit of the community. This was a taxpayer-funded order. So while he is on one hand charging Americans more money to receive their life-saving medication, he is on the other hand taking the tax dollars that you have to pay on top of that excessive amount of money you already pay for your life-saving medications and spending it to get what he believes are life-saving medications for the rest of the world. Right, right. And and so your ultimately your tax dollars are paying to ensure, just as simple as I can make this, are paying to ensure that people in foreign countries get this vaccine at the expense of you. It's that simple. You're paying for it, and whether you personally decided to take the jab, and that's what uh, people who who aren't getting it have have referred to it as, so you've decided that you've read enough and understand enough that the overwhelming evidence as presented to you has convinced you that the bad outweighs the good of the jab, of the experimental jab. Don't call it a vaccine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we called it a vaccine, but because it's not a vaccine yet. It's an experimental drug. It takes two to three years minimum to pass FDA testing to become a full-blown vaccine. That's never going to happen with this drug. And the reason is simply this. They don't have the time and the genie's already out of the bottle. So whatever, whatever adverse effects come from this jab, we will start to see in two to three years. Um, we're already seeing dramatic 
how many how many of you turn on CNN and they're doing a story on the myocardial um, reaction in young kids, young boys especially, where there has been numerous, numerous deaths due to adverse reaction from a population growth group that doesn't even need the shot. Yeah. And and so the you know and the way that this is presented and and I notice this again social media I'm on there a lot it uh, it's it's a very it's a very good source to see uh the dumbing down effects of of what the what the media mass manipulation propaganda machine does to America but uh you know the the general consensus to things like uh like why don't we uh why don't we have you know, universal health care, why don't we have, why are, uh, why aren't these medicines free? The, the universal belief amongst the liberals is that it's because of greedy Republicans. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing about it is you can look this information up anywhere because it's not private information. It's against the law for it to be private information. Look at <clears throat> Big Pharma's donations to politicians throughout the history of the last 30 years through between republicans and democrats it is pretty much split down the middle it isn't it isn't being favored by one political party or another because big pharma doesn't play politics they don't care about politics they only pay attention to who's in charge and whoever's in charge is who gets the money so that the decisions are made in the favor of the donor that's how that system works and interestingly enough it is actually Democrats by about 5% that have received more funding from big pharma donations than Republicans. So, you know, if you're one of those people that walks around with the idea that, oh, it's, it's greedy uh, Republicans cashing f- big pharma checks, no, people, you got it wrong. It's everybody cashing big pharma checks at your expense. Right. And no matter how you slice it, if government programs have been done away with, that benefit you that's only be, that's just the beginning that's the beginning folks what's going to happen over the next few years is we're going to see pricing on everything drugs will be severely impacted but everything's going to go through the ceiling it's going to skyrocket now we're seeing a temporary reprieve on lumber because it's coming back down a little bit that's simply because no one could explain why it went up in the first place yeah, and and when it comes to those to inflation on commodity like that, yes, there there is a part of it that we need to stomp our feet and say this is ridiculous. But also at the same time, the consumer has a, a lot more control on the pricing of things than people realize. Because if I'm a dairy farmer and I'm selling milk and I'm trying to sell my milk at ten dollars a gallon and nobody's buying it, I got to do something about that. Because, but as long as the consumer is out there just stomping their feet but still canning out the cash, what do I care? Right. I'm still making the money. But if people aren't out there actually buying these products at these inflated prices, then the people who produce these products have no choice but to reevaluate the way that these are being offered. So lumber is in that case. Lumber skyrocketed. Sales on lumber fell to an to an unbelievable low because nobody could afford to build a deck on their house, let alone a housing development community go out and build 50 new homes in a, in some suburban neighborhood. So 
as that decreased, they they have to come up with another plan. And you know that's that's the thing. That's the pros and cons of capitalism. You know, capitalism is is that you can demand whatever fair market price is. And the real definition of fair market price is not what is fair and economical. It's what are people willing to pay. Right. So as long as you're going to stomp your feet, but you're still going to go buy that $100 sheet of yeah, plywood. Yeah, it'll do no good. Then why, why would they want to lower that $100 sheet of plywood? That just doesn't make any That's sense. That's right. They played ball. They wanted it. They're still buying it. Why should we lower the price back down? But the very fact that sales of lumber just absolutely ceased, sales of fence posts, sales of pickets, other than homes that were already under contract or jobs that were under contract, those jobs went away. Well, we're going to wait. Now, I'm not, I'm not signing off on this bid package because look at the cost of the lumber. It's too high. And so that it doesn't take long before that comes back. And people opened up, and all of a sudden, lumber's coming back down. All right, folks, we'll be right back with the bottom of the hour. Dennis Prager here reminding you to join me weeknights for conversation about today's burning issues, the ones that sometimes keep you up at night so you can listen to me. Dennis Prager, weeknights, 9 to midnight on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 KHNC. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, 
a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. And I'm not missing a thing Watching the full moon cross in the range Riding the storm out all right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, the Pac-Man in the Rev, uh, coming at you from KHNC Studios in Johnstown, Colorado. Um, yeah, so we're talking about about drugs and and pharmaceuticals. Sorry, drugs is kind of a uh, improper. Way. Well, I guess in Colorado, it's kind of a proper way to refer to everything. But uh, but we're talking about. You were bringing up a good point, and you were talking about seeing the price increases across the across the board for medications but it's going to go further than that because it's not only going to be about the cost it's also going to be about the availability and the availability will be tightened as the days come to more and more restrictive channels that you are going to only have access to in the event that you can meet certain criteria Uh, one of those that's a big topic is have you been vaccinated? Why would we want to give life-saving medication to somebody who doesn't, who isn't even concerned about the public enough to go get vaccinated? You know, things like that. So, so you're going to see a huge shift of, of readily available, even, even, and this will impact even the generic drug market where, where, you know, which has, which has been a godsend for most people because you simply can't afford brand name medications anymore. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, so we're going to see a tightening of channels of where these things are available and, and the, the agencies and processes that you must go through to get access to life-saving medication. Yeah, and think about that, folks. Um, well, w- you you can't purchase insulin here or anywhere because you didn't get your vaccine and uh, you know so if you have a religious objection and believe me my objection to the vaccine is religious um, it's it's not part of my faith but it is part of my beliefs and I so I refuse I refuse because you can't show me that it is any more effective than just the man on the street catching the coronavirus. So, okay, but I'm going to shackle you. I'm going to shackle your consumption of everything, Um, your consumption of drugs, your consumption of food, your access to cash, uh, cash, which is going away. We already know that FedCoin is going to eliminate cash in America. Um, but I'm going to shackle you because you're not being a good boy. 
Yeah. You're a bad boy. And and we brought this up multiple times. Like we we have uh, you know and and the reason we keep bringing it up multiple times is because this is a this is a very real and and legitimate uh, process of intimidation and 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 control because you know while you're walking around saying nobody's going to force me to take a vaccine, the government is saying you're right. We're not going to force you to take a vaccine. But we're going to give you a choice, and that choice is going to be very one-sided about you can refuse to get the vaccine all you want. That's your right. But you're not going to be allowed to access grocery stores. You're not going to be allowed to access this or that. You're not going to have access to your money. You're not going to have access to your medications. So what it is is they will ultimately force your hand by giving you a choice that really only has one option. Yeah, and that's... That's what's what you're seeing behind the scenes. There's a few states that have passed legislation, Florida being one, uh, on the COVID ID or the COVID passport or the vaccine passport. Um, the purpose of that is to prevent private companies from um, enforcing the vaccination rules. And, you know, when when... Uh, the president says, we're not going to make you get this vaccine. That's very clever doublespeak, okay, folks, because they are going to make you do it. They're going to give, in, they're going to incentivize and uh, possibly outright pay corporations and private businesses to enforce the vaccine concept. And, and you will find out how quickly that becomes the mark of the beast. And then you say, well, I'm not going to get it. And they say, fine, you don't have to get it. Just like Pac-Man said, this is totally up to you. You get that vaccine if you want to, but you're not going to the grocery store. You're not going into and the you, gym. And you don't have a job on Monday if you don't. You know, th those, those are the things. So you, the only thing they're forcing is the choice. But they're forcing it by eliminating one side of that choice. A choice is always supposed to be between two things and uh, in this case there really is no choice. There, There is no options because you, if you are a person of faith your, your choice is made already. Like we don't even have to get to this point. This point is coming but your choice needs to already be made by the time that gets here because uh, you you are not going to survive in any form and fashion if if your if your moral boundaries and and your character is not set in stone before this happens because they are going to make every effort they can to break it at every opportunity they have yeah so you know uh, we're going to go through this process where that taking having gotten the vaccine does not mean you've taken the mark of the beast I'm not telling you that at all. But at some point, the decision becomes, here is the mark, and this is your COVID passport. Um, just think about that, folks. Think about where all of this leads. This is a slippery slope. You know, once you start down the big slide over at Waterworld, you're not stopping halfway down. You're going to hit the water at the end. And so... Uh, people who've made the decision, I'm going to get the vaccine, that's fine. That's fine. There's no, there's no um, spiritual 
consequence for having taken that vaccine. There'll be a spiritual consequence for the mark of the beast. How does that come about? What does that look like? I don't know, but I know that the government and the people that run the government, here I am, I'm going to preach a little bit, the people that run that government know exactly what a Christian cannot do. They know exactly what we can't accept. And you start applying all the different prophecies of what's coming to the things that they're going to demand from Christians. Eventually, it gets to the point where your acceptance of government policy is a renunciation of your Christian beliefs. And it will get to that point. And that's how you will know that it's the mark of the beast. The, the, uh, and <laughs> it's going to happen just as sure as I'm sitting here. And uh, by the time it does happen, I won't be sitting here anymore because that, that'll be too late for me. But Well, and, and this process is being expedited exponentially by the fact that, you know, the 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 resistance that the that the right is putting up to this is actually having an effect we are seeing you know whether whether it's having a physical effect or not it is making people aware of of many things that they have that they spent their whole life being eyes wide shut to and that is the corruption that has made this possible with the audits and and everything going on that's bringing information to light. Uh, We're going to go on another quick break here, and I'm going to tell you about how this enforcement's going to happen. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. If you're serious in bringing today's injustices to resolve, understanding, of course, that justice guards our liberties, there's only two places in which to bring you, the Bible and the U.S. Constitution. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m.
Alright everyone, welcome back. Man, this hour is flying by. Um, so, as we left, I said I was going to uh, come into this segment telling you how these things that we speak about, how these mark of the beast, how these how these choices, limited choices, I should say, about whether or not you're going to get a vaccine, how how they how the limitation of of your liberties through your choice of not doing such things um and the rev speaking of how your acceptance of government will be a direct renunciation of your faith and those how are those things going to be pushed on 320 million americans well <clears throat> It, it started before May 25th, 2020, but May 25th, 2020, the death of George Floyd, that was not part of the plan, but it was a catalyst to set a plan in motion. Um, you know, we saw an intensely massive summer of violence as a result of of those events on that day we saw cities mostly mostly democrat cities across even democrat cities located within within conservative states places like dallas places and and these are cities that we saw massive white protesting destruction but something came from that that was even more important than the destruction of cities and the violence that actually took place what came from that was defund the police Defund the police. And the def what, what the significance of defunding the police was is that currently with the uptick in violence that is continuing to escalate since this process of defunding the police, which they knew would happen. This isn't something that they are on, that they are sitting in their chairs with their hands on their head going, we could have never predicted this. They knew exactly what was going to happen. Now the federal government is trying to... Uh, the federal government is trying to figure out how they can uh, how they can set aside federal money for law enforcement operations across the U.S. to help stem the rise and recent rise in violent uh, outbreaks and activities. What that is, people, is that was a year-long call to remove pri remove localized state and state and county and city funding for your police agencies and put it into federal hands that is what we all know as a state police system this is a vital component for the absolution and enforcement of total authority through a single entity in this case the US government uh, every look at every country from communist countries to dictatorships to any nation with a totalitarian rule. And what is the one thing that is in common? State police. State police. They have, and this is, and, and it's not even just a, a practice theory in reality. Look at, uh, look at, look at Hollywood. Every movie that had to do with an oppressed society or a totalitarian rule or leadership or whatever, they all had that similarity in them. They had a government-controlled authority. And that was that's the basis for the enforcement of policy, more so restrictive policy. Policies that we're going to see that the Rev is talking about that lead ultimately to the mark, we're talking about 
total total espionage style surveillance on the people, everything, and all law enforcement and all authority consolidated under one unified federal entity that is responsible for the enforcement of all laws across the entire country. Yeah, and to, <clears throat> to go a little further, or another step to that, is uh, monitoring and compliance becomes key in that. And so the, uh, you know, this whole thing with the COVID lockdown and the mask, you, you need to understand that was just a big test. It was just a big trial to see what level of tolerance the American people had for government-mandated rules and regulations regarding travel, regarding um, where you live, how you exist, what stores you can go into, when you can go into them. All of this was a test. And guess what? We passed with flying colors. We all put on our masks. We all followed the rules because we had been convinced that we were, we had such a risk to go outside, to go to the grocery store. You know what? I went to the grocery store no different than any other week during the weeks before the pandemic and after the pandemic, but the stores were different inside. The people all were anonymous. They had their masks on. Nobody could see who they were. Nobody, but the government knew every single person that was inside that store. They knew it because how do you feel when you walk off and forget your phone in the morning? I know how I feel. I say, oh, my God, I got to go get my phone. I forgot it. But they knew. They knew where you were. Well, and, and the, the, basis was, the basis of this test was very simple. First off, make people afraid of each other, which is exactly what they did. People weren't getting within 10 feet of each other. They weren't talking to strangers like they were part of a community anymore. Everybody self-isolated themselves. And everybody knows united we stand, separated we fall. That's, that's not a concept. That's not just a slogan of America. That is a societal concept that has been around since Jericho was built 10,000 years ago. You know, this is not something that's new. And governing bodies understand these laws and principles of how societies work. If you can keep the people from joining together or coming together in community, you can't uprise against a government by yourself. And so they stripped away identities. They put a fear of people, of inside people, of other people. People were afraid to talk to their neighbors. I saw my neighbors on occasion who used to hang out on a daily basis, sitting in their lawn chairs, having beers with each other, once in a while would yell hi from their porches across the streets, and that was it. So, you know, they drove a separation between us on an individual level, which is key. Then they attacked gathering places like churches and events and things like that where people come together. And then they turned around and said, well, let's see, we eventually want to lead to vaccination uh, cards and 
or microchipping or whatever you want to believe is on its way and say, how do we see if this is going to work? We're going to tell you that as soon as we own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. Recover Now is a national campaign aimed at the education and awareness of the devastating effects of opioid and heroin abuse and curbing drug and alcohol addiction in the United States. Recover Now is sponsored by treatment facilities nationwide. Many of them have been where you are, and they want to help by spreading a message of hope and recovery. They're working hand-in-hand with major insurance companies nationwide that can help you or loved one get clean in 7 to 30 days. Recover Now is embarking on a national outreach campaign on TV and radio to promote anti-addiction messages. So if you, a loved one, or someone you know has a problem with drugs or alcohol, do not wait. A new life for you could be 30 days away. Call us right now. I promise this call can change your life. Sponsored by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 800-303-4607. 800-303-4607. That's 800-303-4607. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hate cleaning? We love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Won't forget what it's like inside is king. All right, everyone, welcome back. Uh, very, very uh, short few minutes left before we're out of here for the day, but uh, and uh. Thanks to our theme song there. We are all aboard the crazy train right now. Um, so, the test of the pandemic, we uh, failed or passed, depending on which side of it you're on. But anyway, we were. So, they isolate the people. They keep them from being able to come together. They do that with without even having to enforce it because they installed a fear in everybody of their neighbors and their, and their countrymen. They attacked gathering spots like restaurants, social events, uh, churches, and those type of things. Then they turned around and you say, well, you know, how are they going to, how, how could they possibly institute a thing that says, well, you can't, uh, you can't, go grocery shopping without your vaccination card. You can't access your money without your vaccination card. You can't go to work without your vaccination card. They already tested that theory with the mask. They said, well, you can't go in the grocery store without a mask. You can't go in the bank without a mask. You can't work at your job without wearing a mask. You can't enter a gas station without a mask. And what did everybody do? They put their masks on. And they, and then, and what was the end result of all of this for the government? What was the end game of the government? The government was able to sit back and isolate those who complied with those who did not. And now they're on to the next step, which is figuring out how 
to control those who did not. And that's where I was talking about the state police. We've already seen in Minneapolis the FBI putting together a special branch of their unit to investigate the validity of people holding vaccination cards, to hunt down and prosecute anybody who might be making fake vaccination cards and selling them and, and that such. So the law enforcement's already preparing to enforce this. But what's, what you're going to find interesting about it is those preparations are being made within federal law enforcement agencies, not within local police. But the local police are the ones that everybody is pushing to defund, to get rid of, to cut the funding to. So the, when the government funds, I live in the city of Thornton, when the government decides to fund the police in this country, they're not going to go write a check to the city of Thornton and say, hey, hire some police officers and enforce your laws. They're going to expand their alphabet agencies, their DEAs, their FBIs, their Homeland Securities, their NSAs, those type of things. Everything will become a federal managed process, which is basically no different than a privatized police force because it is consolidating all authority into a single entity. So what you're going to look forward to, here's what you keep your eyes open for. <clears throat> this event, this COVID-19, and while they're still pushing it, and they're still pushing the, okay, now we got the Delta variant, and oh, it's so much more contagious, just remember... That was just the start. That's where they planted the seed of fear and the seed of cooperation, if you will, or mandated cooperation. That this is just the first trial, and they're they're just they're dancing in the streets of Washington because it was so successful. You got to remember each one. How do you eat an elephant, folks? You eat it one bite at a time. You will see your your personal freedoms, your liberties, and above all, what you are your level of compliance will have to increase if you're going to survive in this society because it's designed to keep us down. It's designed to destroy our liberties and our freedom. It's designed to make us good little communists. Remember, we fought the system for our rights. The system did not want to give us our rights, and it does not want us to have our rights now. You know, we had to fight for them to get them, and we're going to have to fight to keep them. It's, they, don't want it. they don't want you to have them. Not in 1776, not in 2021. Listen, we love you guys. We'll catch you next weekend. Samson with High and Mighty Construction, a local business here in northern Colorado. Been doing this for about four or five years. Do anything from remodels, renovations, drywall paint, interior, exterior, and the phone number is 970-584-9033. You do great quality work, have plenty of references upon request. And once again, the phone number is 970-584-9033. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. 
You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Love.